I thought you were watching Prince of Egypt. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. But I mean, Prince of Egypt is not that related. Yeah, I know, but it's the most he could get, dude. It's the closest thing. One time I watched Troy because I thought that that was that was religious. And that was yeah, that was all gods. Plural. Complete opposite. I felt like a pagan. Ooh, lots of sand. This looks religious. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Took the life of another man. Now is my soul to be condemned. I have trouble sleeping at night. I just sleep when you're on the light and a clock in the whole damn room. All right, welcome to Take This Cup. We are just three bad Catholics with good intentions. We're borderline heretic, unapologetically different, but we've been best friends since childhood. So join us for some weekly conversation about our faith. Maybe a little drunken conversation because here we believe that spiritual truths are drunk words or something like that. Right? Right. Yeah. All right, let's get it going. Solemn Good Friday. We're we're coming to you on Good Friday because we had originally planned to drop some content a couple weeks ago, but we ran into a little issue recording. So your updates (laughs) are going to be a little longer today, but much more fruitful. So you're going to hear a lot about the end of Lent for all of us. I'm glad it's here finally. And we're actually all together for the first time recording in the same room on the same equipment. So this is pretty exciting. And we're going to be celebrating Easter together which is basically the whole point of this podcast because we've come so far. But yeah, you missed us a couple weeks ago because we messed up. So let's keep each other updated here. I'll Uh, start while we're at it. So a couple weeks ago when we we met up, I uh, told my friends that I was doing a great job in Lent. Social media was pretty easy to give up, blah, blah, blah. Cold showers, no biggie. Alcohol, no biggie. But these last two weeks have been... Pretty tough, man. Today, I was actually very hungry. I was very upset with the Lord because I wanted to eat uh, (laughs) very badly. But other than that, I did check my Facebook a lot this week. The holiest of weeks because... Crucify him. Not... I'm justifying it by saying because, but y'all know I was using Facebook Messenger, which was a loophole, admittedly. But I had like a basketball tournament. it was a gateway for you. (laughs) I knew it too, but that's me and my week flesh. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I had a basketball tournament. I got tagged in a whole bunch of like pictures and like videos and all these things. And one click leads to another, you know, and <laughs> you end up on Facebook. <laughs> so at least it's just Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just Facebook. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause now I feel really horrible, but then it led to <laughs> Instagram like twice at work. Cause, uh, we had, we had dogs come into the office this Holy week. Um, Uh-oh. and so there was a lot of posting going on in the office and, our work Instagram was posting and I was like, oh, I want to see what it looks like. So if you go to my works Instagram, that's at JVC nation, you can see me holding some puppies and things like that. So yeah, follow us. That's my work. But yeah, so that led me to Instagram twice. I can count it. So that's not bad, but that only made it like a lot tougher because I was like, oh God, so ready to (laughs) scroll. But I didn't, I didn't check any notifications. I didn't check like any messages. I didn't click anything. Like I just looked (laughs) <laughs> which might be just as bad, but uh, anyway, so the, the real update is this guy. So it is good Friday, right? 
the last episode I talked about going to a retreat with, oh. with Focus, uh, which is the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. I got invited because they wanted me to consider becoming a full-time missionary for Focus on campus. So I went, I applied. They're like, cool, come through. So I went down to DC, did that whole thing. It was a lot of praying, a lot of time with the sacraments, which was great. A lot of holy people, which is really cool. Um, the coolest part is that I ran into a car. <laughs> oh, you ran into a car. I ran into a car. I want to show you guys the photo, um, but no one's going to see this on the on the podcast. But I ran into a car because we were playing Frisbee in the parking lot. Some guy throws a blind pass and um, I just truck this car and I bust the back windshield and I dent. Wow. The, I dent that the trunk. Right. Oh, dang. Okay. I didn't notice at first. I was like looking at the it white. It looks like someone took a hammer to the back <laughs> yes. windshield. Yes. You definitely didn't even you make contact the with the windshield. So I made contact with the trunk and that impact alone shattered the windshield. Oh. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't bounce off anything except for the trunk. Dang. That's so weird. Yeah, I blasted this car. Um, what car is it? Hyundai Elantra. Yeah, All right, for anyone Hyundai with Hyundai Elantras, be careful with the trunk. That's, you might break your windshield. That's right, dude. Windshield. That's right. I trucked this thing. From the car's perspective, it kind of still looks fine. But uh, except... Yeah, yeah, unless it's just the whiteness that I, I'm not noticing. But I mean, the windshield can, looks... Totally you can zoom demolished. in on the trunk and there's like a huge dent and I have like a cut on my hip from it. So Ooh. I missed like... Oh, I do see it I now. I missed yes. like Holy Hour and Mass and all like the cool parts on Saturday Dang. where everyone was like discerning missionary work. Um, and I roll back. Everyone's like rolling out of Mass and they're all in like their, <laughs> their suits and stuff because it was like business casual the whole weekend because I guess that means you're holy. But um, they roll up, you know, looking good and done with prayer. And then I came in like in my shorts and a t-shirt and like bandaged like and bloody because I had glass all up in me. And then the whole weekend, I was just, oh, you're the dude who ran into the car. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. can't be anything else. <laughs> exactly. So now I have like this focus story. Um, if I do get accepted, I get a call on Thursday, yesterday. Um, Maundy Thursday? Maundy? I don't know what the word is. Is that a person? Holy Thursday? Oh, I was like... Maundy, right? Is that what they say? Oh, uh, Maudie, yes. Maudie Thursday? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what Maudie means. But anyway, I get a call from Focus um, with the news and... They're like, the first thing this guy asked me, he goes, hey, how's your arm? And I was like, dang, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know my story. Yeah, you're arm um, guy for sure. You're arm yeah. guy 2019. I'm arm guy 2019. But anyway, they offered me a position um, at Focus, which, you know, I was expecting anyway. But holy, bro. But yeah, I told him I'd get back to him after Easter. I'm not going to say what my decision is just because, you know, I don't want them listening to this podcast. And Or do we want them listening to this podcast? I know, I've been talking a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> might okay. lose the position. Might lose my position. But, but yeah, so they gave me that offer. So Congrats. clearly I am holy enough and they want me to work for them. But uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm praying about it. But yeah, that's where I'm at with Lent. So my Lent kind of ended on a kind of cool note. Running into cars. I had to pay the deductible <laughs> for that. The lady didn't even speak English. That was the worst part. She was, like a, she was like a worker at one of the restaurants nearby. And it was tough, man. Oh, the lady who owns the car. The lady who owned the car. Tough, man. It was tough. You but paid her deductible. I paid her deductible. Yeah. Dang. Oh, well, at least you're safe, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You, you didn't break any bones or something. I know, man. I'm surprised. <laughs> I hit this car it's, really hard. It's kind of crazy. I was like spitting out blood because I had like glass like just... Oh, at me. So I was like chewing on like little you bits of glass, glass and like spinning it out the whole time. Yeah. Um, I, the, people thought I had a concussion. 
when they saw me hit it. That's pretty wild. I don't know why no one told me like stop. Yeah, I was, I was, I was tracking this this frisbee in the air, and I just go bam and just like run straight into this car, and everyone just all these white people just watching me run into cars. Man, it was crazy. <laughs> Yeah. It's all crazy because right. I think like with cars, they're not made to shatter when they yeah, break. Yeah, they're supposed to still kind of just like crack and kind of still be in place. But you shatter that thing, dude. That's, that's kind of crazy. You're a massive human being. All right. Yeah, that's literally what everyone told me. Like, Damn, I didn't know you were that big. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think it's an accomplishment. Um, <clears throat> no, and if anything, good. I don't know if that's like a sign from the Lord to like not do focus. You know, like do you want that as your starting point? You know. But who knows? All right. That's a good ending for your lens. So since we don't have anything to salvage from that last episode, we missed my coming back up from Lent because I know at the beginning, you guys were very hesitant and doubtful about my Lenten we journey. Doubtful. We were doubtful. Yeah, we were just being harsh. Hesitant, <laughs> you know? We were pushing. You were yeah. being harsh. <laughs> but no, I mean... It's all for the right reasons. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's about. And We're it's all about you the in accountability. The desert, bro. We're putting you no. in the desert. <laughs> the Troy desert. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, after that episode of uh, critique, I definitely put more thought into what I was doing and just putting myself in certain situations, doing the better thing, you know, but for my spiritual journey, I figured to be better is to just be more spiritually aware. So I decided to do the examen. Examine. No, I know. I was was fucking with you. (laughs) The examine. So uh, we were surprised. You have listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. I I decided to just um yeah to try to do that every single day, which I could definitely admit I didn't get to do it every day. But for those days that I didn't, I ended up just trying to be more spiritually aware in my natural surroundings because you guys know me i i try to put people in front of myself and so i decided to just worry about my health worry about my spiritual life and just go outside and and go running just kind of just being aware of my surroundings being aware of nature and i think that definitely helped i mean that's something i i try to be more consistent with what are the fruits of that I think for a while, like I hadn't been feeling kind of like myself in terms of just health wise. And I think that definitely helped me to be more in sync with my body. Mm. And it was more of like a mental and bodily like sync mode, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what There's the word would be. There's a term for that, right? Yeah. Uh, is there a men, word for that? Mensana corpusana, sound oh. mind, sound body. Yeah. And I, I think that definitely helped because I did not feel like... I was in sync with myself prior to this Lenten season. So just being able to really put my spiritual life and my body together, I think that definitely was a big fruit. Is it Jesuit? Yeah. Um, Well, it's a Latin phrase. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily Jesuit. History. Men sana corpus sana. Cool. Nice. From a Roman poet named Juvenal. Ju- juvenile. Oh, I'm serious. Oh, serious. Wow. Look at him. Is he a rapper? J U V E N A L. Juvenile. Hey. <laughs> juvenile is a biter, man. A biter from yes. the Roman poet. Hell yeah. Wow. Dude, modern day poets now. Modern day rappers. Poets. Juvenile. <laughs> cool, cool. Is it my turn? Yeah, go for it. All right. So, as you guys know, I've been doing the best out of all of us at Lent. Let's um, also note that you came from, where did you come from today? From this 
From Houston? No, I mean like you. You actually oh, did oh, something. Oh yeah, I, w- I went to um, Venerations of the Cross. Yeah, he's the which holy was one, pretty yo. cool, man. Hour and a half service. Yeah, that was interesting. But that was my first time, probably like going. First or second, probably. Um, Super holy. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a really cool experience. I think it was nice to be brought back to the importance of the cross, and the homily was cool in the sense that. He talked about the difference between a crucifix and a cross, where the crucifix has the body on it. So it really fits with the whole Good Friday thing. But yeah, so on the Lenten sacrifice stuff, just to recap, gave up the main carbs, rice, noodles, bread, and then also gave up social media and also alcohol, which is something I'm excited for, for sure. Again, twisted on Saturday. <laughs> I mean, I mean, our podcast is called Take This Cup, and every episode so far, we've we only have. drank water. That's true. <laughs> so, the so let cup. us finally have drinks on our podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I do think that there are definitely a lot of fruits spiritually, right? I think we've talked about them in the previous podcast as far as like having time to pray more, having time to just do things to better myself, whether that's reading spiritually or non-spiritually but more recently and kind of more concretely I would say because I was giving up carbs I started to see weight loss right and so obviously I started check my results started taking pictures and I got to the point where I plateaued right I, I wouldn't lose weight and I was like man I am starving literally every single day and this is all I'm getting, right? Like, and I started like looking up what percent body fats look like if I was at like 15 or 20 or 12. Cause I was just curious, right? I was like, I was like, I've given up donuts. What's the results, right? And I was just like so unsatisfied. I was like, what am I doing this for? You know, I was like, I've given up donuts. I've given up bread. I don't even drink alcohol. And this is all I get. And then you got these people that are like not working out and like have abs. So I was, I was getting mad, sad, man. I was looking up liposuction. I was like, <laughs> I was like, maybe it's time. Like maybe, maybe this is, it's time. Maybe this is all I can do. And I was like, why am I even doing this? And I was like, wait, I'm just doing this for Lent. But legit, man, I was having body issues at the time. Like I probably spent the whole day just Googling stuff and like, I was really stressing. So I got insight to like people with body issues or eating disorders, which is not a fruit that I would have expected from fasting. But I mean, I, I came to terms with it because I was like, I'm not doing this because I'm not satisfied with my body. I'm doing this because I'm trying to gain virtue and like not because I'm trying to lose weight because I am satisfied with my body. Thank you, Lord. Did you ever hit like that point where you said, what am I doing this for? And I mean, yeah, you're doing it for Lent, but like, did you ever hit the point where you're like, whoa, I'm doing this for the Lord? Like not just Lent, because you know, it's Lent, because giving up carbs brings me closer to God. No, I mean, to be honest, no, not those words, but I think I saw it more as like, this is building virtue. This is like a form of sacrifice. But I guess I didn't necessarily say that it's bringing me closer to the Lord. No. Do you think that's like the step we need to take? Like, okay, so then what's the point of sacrificing for Lent? Right, and and yeah, maybe that's not that, that I'm it was. Judging I had to come to that understanding, I think, which is good that we're talking about it. Huh? 
Cause I, I think there is a difference between like, yeah, this builds like discipline and virtue and it makes me a better person. Mm -hmm. But like, how do you end up saying, no, I, 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 I'm giving up carbs because it will bring me closer to God. So, so for me, I think it's like, it's like a self-control thing, right? Where, um, especially when you give up carbs, you're still hungry, but you're not hungry. Like you just, you know, when you eat and you're like, okay, I'm ready for dessert now, or I want something sweet after the end of a meal. So it's the ability to fight that craving that I think is really what the sacrifice hones in on, which could carry over to other vices. Uh, so so which, it's like a secondary step. Mm, like because which, you build virtue, mm, you then grow closer to right, God. Exactly. Is that I gain this virtue of self-control or patience or whatever you want to call it that I can apply to other sins, you know? Do you think you were doing that? Do you think like, oh, now that I have this virtue... I can now use this to grow closer to God. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think like, for example, I would say just eating out in general, right? Is, is I'm seeing more of the money savings, right? And so now I'm understanding how other people can give more because they're just not spending the extra eight or 10 bucks on a meal that they could easily just wait 30 minutes to cook at home. And so just like finding things from other spaces in your life and kind of giving that up to the Lord instead. Wow. I feel unholy <laughs> right now. What does uh, Peter say when he's on the boat and Jesus gets all the fish for him? He goes, depart from me. <laughs> Lord, that's me right now and you're Jesus. Thanks, Dang, man. man. I'm glad it worked out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, this is also the first time we've seen each other in months, right? Yeah, so since I, August. Yeah, since August? It's been a while. Christmas. No, I wasn't here for Christmas. No, no you weren't here. Yeah, man. You were in the Philippines. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah you were that's in right. It's been like eight months. It's weird because this podcast was just supposed to be us talking about like us being horrible <laughs> as Catholics. <laughs> but like the fact that we did it during Lent, there was like a clear track of like, okay, th yeah. I actually think we mm. got better. Yeah, for sure. Kind of weird to admit, but kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we keep it going. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, like, yeah. I mean, how unholy can we get now, basically, now that Lent's over? Uh, I will say, though, that I think from actually just trying to get to, like, a better level, like, I think just getting to that level is something I feel like I can kind of consistently keep up if I really put my mind into it, you know? Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, that's the point, too, is right? you, to build the habits, <clears throat> I guess, kind of helps. Mm -hmm. um, I think what I learned, like, during Lent, I think if I, there was a virtue I learned from, like, all this is, like, I need to trust God more. I think a lot of the decisions mm -hmm. I made, maybe to go out and go drink and stuff was, like, very much because I wanted to control my life. And then you give up all these things, and it's like, all right, like, who actually controls your life? And are you willing to allow that to lead your life? And so it's, I think the gift of my Lent was, yeah, I gave up a lot of stuff and I did a decent job, but like I was realizing how much I wasn't trusting God. So that's been like a real tough journey for me. Like, okay, where do I need to trust God more? And like, just be like, okay, you, you do you. And I'm going to just listen to that. Cause it was always like, you do you God and I'll do me. And then you just kind of step in where you need to. But mm -hmm. now I think it's more like, I think I'm creating more space for you to step in and mm -hmm. do things. And like that concept for me is super new. I'm cool. I'm down with the Lord and I think I'm knowledgeable and I think I, you know, I love God and God loves me, but like to manifest it through your actions and like trust. Yeah. Like a leap of faith almost. Yeah. 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 I don't know mm -hmm. if I've ever taken like a yeah. real leap of faith. Right. Um, yeah. It's always been bungeeing. Yeah. 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 There's always, yeah. I know what I'm doing mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I'd say it's fruitful. 
That being said, speaking of trust, I will also bring up um, this whole idea of trust is really like showing me like, okay, what do I, what do I have to do in order to be the best person for God, like the holiest person I can be? This is not me confessing that I want to be a priest. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> We're worried. <laughs> so, yeah, don't worry. Worried. Don't worry. I've talked to Dunn. Shout out Dunn Estacio. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, <laughs> basically is where I'm at right now really what I want to do. And I'm starting to realize like, yeah, I love where I'm at, but I think I'm called to do more. And I think it's going to require a little more like trust in God to go in that direction. Because all of my professional decisions have always been like, okay, this is what I want to do. And this is what I will do, but I'm trying to figure out like, okay, what should I be doing? And mm-hmm. can God provide for me in that case or whatever? So um, what I've realized is working with a lot of young adults is that I really want to work with young adults. So I work in like a recruiting department, which is like close to sales and marketing, which if you, anyone who's ever been in sales or marketing knows that if you get stuck there, you're stuck there for the rest of your life, right? So I was like, not going to let that happen. Not even what I want to do, but I want to work with young adults. So I found an opportunity to switch to our, like to the formation side of things and support young adults as they journey in their journeys of volunteering, things like that. I got offered a position to be, to not run the program, but to like support Mm -hmm. the retreats and do the retreats for like young adults, but it's out of Portland, Oregon. Oh yeah. Cause the regional office is out there. Cause all of our regional program people, formation people are all taken up on the East side and out in California, whatever. So the option is in California, but I would be supporting volunteers in Alaska. Wow. <laughs> so I'd be going to Alaska three times a year to run their retreats, basically run their program while they're out there. I think that's pretty exciting. And wow, it's in the direction awesome. that I want to go in. I don't know if I want to live in Portland, Oregon. The beauty there. of it being in Portland, Oregon is that we actually have friends there now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have good it's friends not in like Portland it's for sure. An unknown spot really yeah. amongst the people that we know. And it's an upgrade uh, for, mm-hmm. on both ends for me. So professionally, it's mm-hmm. a work I want to do and I'm getting paid a little bit more. Okay. But like I would have to move to Portland. Yeah. That's the issue. But again, it's like me, this whole, I, this whole Lent has been like, do I trust God? Like, is this what I'm supposed to do? Just go and does it work out or am I being stupid? Cause these guys know me. I mean, I went to the Philippines on a whim. <laughs> I was gone in like two weeks <laughs> for four years. Literally the spring semester, my senior year, I decided to stay an extra year and volunteer moved to another city on a whim, came back to Tampa stayed for a bit and then on another whim, just another two weeks jetted out to Baltimore. So I have a tendency to, that is technically your, out. your leap yeah. of faith though. I, I, yeah, but all of those say. have been like, I know exactly what I'm doing and like, I'm very much in control. Um, and like, I know the track that I'm going to take, but like, this has really been an exploration in like, yeah, this Uncharted is like what God territory. wants me to do. Like, it's something I really don't, I don't think I want to do it. Like, I don't think I want to move to Portland. Like, that's kind of far. And I don't know if I can live in the cold much longer, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, and you're That was like, my biggest yeah, desolation was yeah. the cold. And it's like, Portland. Then I go to Alaska. That's even colder. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, that's three times a year. Like, for yeah. what, two weeks maybe? No, it's like five weeks. Oh, my Moses. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like yeah. five weeks uh, in five the weeks fall, summer. Oh. five weeks in March and then two weeks in June. Mm. 
So it's pretty cool, but it's something I'm not necessarily like drawn to, but God might be calling me to do it. And he's, I think this is him testing me be like, okay, I think you need to trust me. But again, another thing to explore. So yeah, that's basically been my fruit of Lent is like this whole trusting in God thing, which mm-hmm. is kind of tough now that I think about it. Cause it's easy to kind of <laughs> love God and accept yeah. it and like learn about him, but like to trust. And yeah, when he's like, get off the boat and start walking. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. the exact yeah. example Dunn used on me. Yeah. <laughs> Dunn was like, you know what? He may just walked on the water, dude. Yeah. yeah if you, Dunn, is, Dunn Estacio, shout out Dunn. Again, yeah. double uh, shout out one episode. Yeah. He used the same example and I was like, dang, I don't think I would ever actually do that in real life. Right. When I think about it, if I was on a boat and Jesus said, bro, come on. I'd be like, nope. <laughs> like, I'll nah, see you like, on land, bro. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Like, you're my dog. Like, I love you and I know you love me. And I know you, but I ain't walking, dude. I don't think I would. I mean, do you think you would? Shit. Open ocean? Fuck that. I don't know, man. I feel like I have a tendency of like trying to trust in the Lord more. So True. you were the original with, holiest. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I wouldn't say the original. Throwback. I mean, at least in terms of my career, that was one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing now is it was more of a leap of faith and feeding off of breadcrumbs of validation of this is where I feel like I should be. This is where I feel like I need to be learning and the people I should be around, the atmosphere I should be around. At least if you do take that leap of faith and you're definitely exploring uncharted territory, I think you end up learning about yourself more. For sure. There is there's some sort of longing, obviously, that you need to be there. Oh, right? okay. And I'm just like not ready to trust. Yeah, that. right, right. Yeah. I think what Joe's trying to say is like, God has said, this is part, like, you know what you want big picture, and this will meet that. We don't yeah. know what's going to happen, but like, that's all you need to know. Right. Like that's the tough. little things, right? the little things you won't right. know, but I think that's part of your journey. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's how you really find out who you really are. I mean, obviously I thought about that, like big picture trust, like there's enough light for the next step, but not the whole staircase kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who said that? MLK. But I juvenile. feel like I, I'm <laughs> juvenile. juvenile. The Roman or the, <laughs> the rapper? <laughs> but I feel like I've done that. Like I went to the Philippines not knowing, but I think the difference is that I didn't know what the big picture was either when I went to the Philippines. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like on a whim. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this one, what gives me consolation is that Although I don't know the logistics and the tiny things, the big picture gives me like a sense of peace Mm -hmm. rather than me just going on a whim. So I I feel like that's like the trust that God is saying, look, you, you clearly have figured it out. Just Mm -hmm. go with it. I just never done that before where it's like, Ooh, I don't know if I can. Yeah. I mean, I feel like your direction is a little bit more defined than it ever used to be. True. 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 Yeah. So Yeah. Next episode, I might be recording from Portland. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, Just we'll give you another two weeks. Possible. I'd start in June. The cool thing <laughs> yeah. is, shout out, we can end the episode on this. We were formerly part of a family ministry, still are, by association called Couples by for Christ. And the singles division, the ministry for young adults aged 18 to like 40, their national conference is in Portland, Oregon this year. Oh. So me being there, if I were to go there, would kind of be helpful yeah. in a sense. Not that that's like the draw, but a lot of things click. Like clearly there's mm-hmm. a big presence there for the community and whatever, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of signs pointing to Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Next episode, I might be in Portland. Uh, 
Gosh, three different time zones. Isn't that wild? <laughs> and that means I can record any time. Yeah, it's, that means delivered. I'd have to stay up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so <clears throat> we'll see next episode. Maybe I'll have a Portland beer in my hand. Oh, man, those are good. Yeah, Portland Beer Festival's in July, so looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, next episode, we're actually going to be drinking some beers. Hey, maybe yeah. we'll record in Portland when you guys come to conference. Oh, need to find a studio. I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, no. No, <laughs> I'm still okay with the phones. Yeah, yeah. we'll figure something out. <laughs> I have a mobile rig. We'll figure it out. Tight, oh, tight. He's bringing the rig to Portland. <laughs> if that's it, let's kill this Lent game real quick. It's Easter. We have a uh, Matt. Can you give us like a? Uh, can you give an invite to everyone in the world about um, Earth? Come out to come Easter, out to, to the resurrection. The resurrection party <laughs> on um, Sunday at the nearest Catholic church <laughs> in your neighborhood. Yeah, universal. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to call you out on that because I like the term resurrection party. Like, oh, for sure. I mean, like, it's a. It's cool. Like, we really should celebrate it, right? Yeah. I mean, without a Lent that has punched me in the face as much as it has, I I am now super excited for the resurrection. Exactly. And I, yeah, the the fact that it's like a, yeah, it is a party. It's a resurrection Mm -hmm. party, bro. Exactly. That's a great, like, Easter equals resurrection party. I'm glad you brought that up and I'm glad every church in the country and the world is throwing one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to mine. 7.30 7.30 in the morning, baby. <laughs> we'll see you at your nearest resurrection party. This has been Take This Cup. Thanks for listening. Give us a review down below. Check out our show notes for anything we've shout out. And definitely a shout out to Quasi Mojo for the music, intro and outro. They're a great band. Find them on all platforms. And you can find us on Apple iTunes. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.